0: From Applied Client Network and the team behind Connections, this is ReApplied. I'm your host, Brian Langerman. Semsi is the independent agent's go-to platform for small commercial quoting. Get multiple quotes with a single online application. Don't take SEMC's word for it though. Look at Debbie's experience. Debbie is a commercial producer who uses Applied Epic and met SEMC at Applied Net Conference. She tried using SEMC and another raider, and SEMC won. Debbie chose SEMC because it was even better than she expected. SEMC allows Debbie and her team to enter data just one time and get quotes from multiple carriers. SEMC makes quoting simple, smart, and fast for Debbie and other Applied users. Interested in learning more? Be sure to visit semsi.com forward slash apply. Hello, and welcome back to Reapply. For our last episode of 2021, we're talking about 2022 predictions and insurance industry trends with Apply Chief Marketing Officer Courtney Rains. Welcome to the podcast, Courtney. Thanks for having me, Brian. Great. I do need to let our listeners in on a little secret here. Yeah. We are coming to you live from Nashville, Tennessee, which will be home of the 2022 Applied Net Annual Conference. And I got to tell you, it's going to be an amazing event. Courtney, thanks again for joining me and taking time out of your schedule for today's podcast.
1: Absolutely.
0: Before we dive into trends, Let's give our listeners a chance to learn a little bit more about you. Courtney, I've got an icebreaker for you. I have asked this question to most of the guests, so I want to go ahead and throw this out to you. What is something you've learned and applied, no pun intended, of course, to your life over the pandemic timeframe?
1: You know, uh, many of my teammates would probably tell you and or my friends that I have continuously hunted for the 25th hour. I've always looked to find extra time in the day, whether it be for my personal life, spending time with my family, spending time with my friends, or whether it be from professional endeavors. And I can tell you that while the pandemic has seemed to stretch time, I've still not found the 25th hour. And so I actually use it as a bit of time to be a little bit more focused and organized because listen, like everyone had their home life bleed into their professional life and back again. And I found that if I couldn't create some form of structure, to my day, then it was really easy to let sort of time slip away from me. So I spent a lot of time trying to create a little bit of boundaries around where I was going to make sure I focused in on my family and on my friends, and making sure that I was committed into to my job and doing what we needed to do to succeed. So I, I found that structure was something I thought I had before, but I really needed a little bit more focus around it and, and managing through a pandemic. Excellent. Excellent. So let me ask you, yeah. how would you grade yourself? I would say I'm definitely at a strong C still. (laughs) I think that I've made some progress in some areas, but like I said, the 25th hour is something I'm still strongly searching for. Excellent.
0: I got to tell you, I had a mentor once tell me. Yeah. Listen closely (laughs) now. We all have 24 hours in a day. It's just a matter on how we decide to use it.
1: Sounds like a quote from Google. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I may have borrowed it from somewhere.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, before we get into talking 2022 yeah. trends, which I am really excited mm-hmm. sure to share our listeners as well, we've had the opportunity to work together the past few years, mm-hmm. which has been a fantastic experience. Mm-hmm. And I've learned a ton from you. So I'd love to be able to have our listeners get a little bit more insight into Courtney Reigns. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. What do you wish you had known 10 years ago? That you could apply now today?
1: That's a good question. I think 10 years ago, me was very busy figuring out what young adult life was like, but you have a propensity to think that you need to solve everything immediately, or at least I did, I had found, and I thought that I needed to know every answer about where I was going to go what I needed to solve in my life, what I was really looking to have conviction around achieving. And I've learned in the last 10 years or so is that like life is actually pretty long and that you have sort of a journey ahead of you and you're going to learn some things new about yourself along the way that you didn't know before. And that what you thought you knew probably 10 years ago is actually going to look different 10 years from now. So I've definitely always learned to keep a bit more of an open mind around knowing that there's going to be some turns, some turns along the way. But if you have a sense as to where you think you want to go, you'll probably find some direction along the way. And again, you're going to learn some things that are going to work out really well for you. And you're also going to learn some things that you probably never want to do again. But like all of those are, are worthwhile. And I think you just have a propensity to always want to accelerate forward, but sort of appreciate the now and make sure that you have conviction around where you want to go.
0: Great. I couldn't agree with you more. All right. One more question before we get into 2022 <laughs> trends. Certainly as a marketing expert and mm-hmm. a chief marketing officer of Applied Systems, your customers, apply client network members, mm-hmm. marketing and customer interactions are mm-hmm. so critical in yeah. today's
1: environment.
0: Any advice you give out to our listeners for someone maybe wanting to pursue a career similar to yours in the marketing space?
1: Yeah. I think certainly from a marketing perspective, I've always found that it tends to be a little bit more of creative minds It tend to enter into the space, space or a little bit more. Passionate about problem solving, so I think you have to think a little bit about what gets you motivated, what gets you out of bed in the morning. If you like to be in a position by which you are continuously collaborating, looking at solving challenges from a, a creative lens, I think that that certainly lends itself to marketing. I also think if you if you have conviction around working with people, so it's a it's a hyper collaborative environment, and you're also very focused on always reaching out to people with the right message at the right time and that just has a, a people-first mindset. It's always around customer experience, and making sure that you're providing sort of a penultimate experience for the people or the audiences that you're, you're targeting and you're working with and you're, you're serving. And so if you like to be in an arena by which you have sort of creativity, like problem-solving and you like to be with people, then I think that's probably a good, a good fit for you.
0: Great advice. Thanks for sharing that with our listeners today. So let's dive right into 2022 trends. When it comes to digital insurance... Applied has certainly made a lot of strides in mm-hmm. 2021 mm-hmm. to move the platform forward and maintain constant innovation, which we know is critical in today's environment. Could you share with our listeners what maybe some trends are that you've noticed in the insurance business that you expect to lead to even more product innovations looking ahead?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think you you all have heard it before, whether it be from Taylor, from Michael or Rich or a number of the executives across our organization is When we think about the value that we're trying to bring to the industry and to our customers, we certainly take sort of an outside-in view of the world. And so when we're looking at some of the trends that are influencing our industry right now, you're seeing a lot of rapid technology change. Obviously, we're a technology provider ourselves. But if you look at all of the technology that's around our industry, as well as coming into our industries, just continues to accelerate relative to the opportunities that it provides. It's certainly, too, over the last year, if you look in the news, um, there isn't a day that goes by that you don't see things relative to cyber and things like that. And so with rapid technology changes, also actually changed the risk environment. It's changed how you yourselves are serving your customers and how we as a business are thinking about ensuring that technology still provides you the greatest value as well as make sure that you're protected in your business. I continue to see a lot around data. I think that I don't go through a single meeting with our customers or even as we look at how we operate as a business ourselves that focuses on how we can be more data-driven in all that we do, whether that's around being more efficient in our operations or looking more targeted at where we can grow our business. Data obsession is at an all-time high. And what that demands is being able to have easy access to data and understanding it. Data is only as good as data, but data to information can be incredibly powerful in what you do with your business. And so that's an area that we continue to see focus on. We continue to see consolidation in the market too. I'm sure a number of you listening in have either looked at evaluating whether or not your business would be good from an acquisition standpoint. If you yourself are growing through acquisition and as you think through sort of the long-term horizon of your growth plan, we continue to see that being increasingly important within the market space to make sure that we build our products to support that. Simple user experiences too. That's certainly a really, really big one that we're seeing is we all shop on Amazon every day, probably every hour, and that's just an incredibly easy mobile experience. And that just that is a pervasive sentiment that is extending to customers across all aspects of their business, all aspects of their life. And then connectivity: how can we continue to bring our industry closer together um, while not replacing the human element? Right. We are acutely aware of the role that an independent agent provides, and that personal touch and providing the trusted advice. But if you can't connect into your markets and, and create that tight collaboration, then that's going to be an incredibly challenging thing to do to, to drive your business and do right by your customers. And so those are sort of the macros that we that we look at that sort of drives our value focuses as we're thinking about the investments that we're going to make in our portfolio. Great.
0: I know, as you and I have discussed, I really enjoy reading insurance articles and journals. And recently, we talked uh, about the Deloitte and the S&P Global and some of their predictions about 2022. But overall, it's going to be a growth market, Uh, probably a record growth market, in fact, is what they're predicting for the insurance space. You know, in my view, each prediction report emphasizes evolving due to the pandemic, you know, while still maintaining the human touch when it comes to how tech is implemented with insurance businesses, I just wanted to get your perspective on maybe what stood out to you most from those reports.
1: Yeah, I think your point is 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 really poignant in that it is. First of all, we went through what gosh, it's gonna be nearly like a two year pandemic, and somehow our industry has just shown shown tremendous resilience. I don't think that that's anything to overlook. When we started COVID nineteen, no one knew what it was going to do, what the impacts could potentially be. Certainly markets around the insurance industry went all over the place. And the fact that the insurance industry continues to not only remain strong but truly show record growth numbers, that is just a testament to the resilience of this industry. So you you all should be incredibly proud of the industry that you that you support and you work in. But I do think it's right. I think people also had a bit of a wake-up call and that this was an opportunity to do things different as you move forward. And much of the articles, much of what you've seen is really seen efforts around doubling down on digital transformation. I think that there was some momentum, let's say, when we look at our own numbers across studies that we do as we as we grow our user base across our portfolio, there was clearly some momentum behind the idea that you need to be able to extend technology, to extend yourself, to service your customers differently, to connect with your carriers differently. But I think the pace by which we're seeing the industry move towards recognizing that that's no longer nice to have, but a need to have is definitely... So we at an all-time high, which I think puts us at an even greater position to have resilience as an industry, as, as there's certainly new competition and, and new new entrants into our market. But the, the independent agent channel just continues to be incredibly resilient and strong in the way that they're approaching sort of transformation for their for their business.
0: Great. No, thank you. I know you and I have personally talked a lot about uh, the concept of the go-forward future of work. And uh, a lot of those discussions are centered on hybrid models, as well as some of the hiring challenges and difficulties we've seen as a result of the pandemic and Mm -hmm. we consider this kind of great resignation. Can you maybe just share a little bit about what you've noticed, how this has affected some of the applied customers as Mm -hmm. well as the market as it's large?
1: yeah I and I think too, I can even reflect as we think about how we operate our business and think there is that it is an incredibly different market when when you think about talent and how you're looking to bring people back into the offices as while well as supporting this flexible environment. I think that the way work is going to be done is probably forever changed, but I think that there's great opportunity there. I do predict a world though we say hybrid. I think many businesses are still kind of trying to transition in and see what that looks like. There are some fundamentals to support that that are based truly in technology and how you can infrastructure your business to support that type of collaboration, that type of efficiency and productivity, no matter where you are. And so I think that that flexibility is actually going to be incredibly important as you look to bring in new customers, as you look to bring in new talent to your business. I think that that's just going to kind of become table stakes. You have to think through what the infrastructure is to best um, deploy that type of model and then I think if you look sort of beyond the technology, there's a, there's a very large leadership aspect, I think, that's associated to this, to, to bring in the right talent, to understand sort of the motivators of their people. What's going to get you the right talent is going to look different by industry, but it's also slightly different by person. I don't think that there's a single recipe that's out there that's going to make you attract certain types of talent. You really have to focus on sort of who the individual people are and meet them where they are and provide those still an environment That has really open lines of communication. I think as we're all remote, that's hard to do. And then on top of that too, how do you still create in-person touch points so you can create that type of culture that is still really focused on collaboration too? Because as you bring on new people in an entirely remote existence, that's just challenging. So how do you support an infrastructure that that naturally breeds collaboration and innovation and in encourages and excites people to come back into the workplace too.
0: Absolutely. I certainly think uh, these are going to be continuing challenges for us as leaders of mm-hmm. organizations moving forward. Well, what a great kind of segue. And thanks so much for sharing yeah. your perspective on the 2022 trends. Absolutely. I'd be remiss not to mention again, since we are <laughs> sitting here in person in Nashville, Tennessee, the home of uh, 2022 Applied Net, which we're super excited about. Would you maybe just kind of share maybe what you're most excited about uh, looking forward? I know we're still about uh, 10 months out or so. And then the million-dollar question, any teasers you want to give our, <laughs> our listeners out there today of what they might be able to expect?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think more than anything, I just cannot wait for the opportunity to come back in person together. I know I said it to the team that was here on site as we were working through some planning that I was incredibly nostalgic in a very just optimistic way of the opportunities that we had when we come together. There were great memories, great learnings. Just, It's an incredible feeling to be part of such an amazing community. And that is a massive extension of the great partnership that we have, the Client Network and all their members, as well as just the broader industry, our partners. It is a phenomenal community to be a part of. And Living in an environment by which you only network with those people digitally has been a great way to bridge this divide, but there's nothing like the opportunity to get back in person. And this is ultimately at its core a a people industry who protect other people and, and the things that matter most in their business, and I just can't wait for the opportunity to be in person with people again.
0: Ditto to that, absolutely. <laughs> I know our teams do. Yeah, I, I think
1: our teams so could nice not well. be more thrilled to come back in person.
0: <laughs> so maybe one final question yeah, for you. We absolutely.
1: talk a lot
0: about customer experience and, and customer engagement. Could you maybe just share again, your role as the Chief Marketing Officer <laughs> of Applied Systems, Yeah. Um, the partnership that we have with the Applied Client Network and what that means to you and to apply and your customers?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I get the great privilege of telling many people across our organization and within the industry that I view the client network as sort of our greatest stewards and our greatest partners and some of our most passionate customers. And what gets us out of bed is knowing that our customers love what they do and love how they work with us. And again, I think our client network members are sort of the greatest representation of that. Um, So I thoroughly enjoy the opportunity to partner with you. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. We've talked a bit about how we've sort of extended sort of our partnership over the last year or so to be a little bit more connected than we ever have been. And I think that there's just immense opportunity to to do that as we go forward. The client network truly is an extension of how I view applied systems and and how we develop our technology. How do we have feedback loops with the market and how do we make sure that we continue to put forward sort of the best products with the best service that is bar none, um, the leader in its industry and We couldn't do that without having partners who are out there in the community being advocates for us and making sure that the industry understands sort of the opportunity of of technology for their business and why Applied is in the best position to do that. Um, We couldn't do it without their their network and the way that they extend sort of the word within the broader industry and certainly the ongoing education. We can only tackle so much as a, a company ourselves and you guys really are an extension of the value that we can provide through that. And so I'm just incredibly excited about the opportunities to come.
0: Well, thank you. Me as well. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today's Mm -hmm. episode. Uh, But before we go ahead and conclude, Courtney, I want to just personally thank you for taking time today. Not only are you a colleague, but also a trusted friend, and it was great to record today's podcast. And thank you for the partnership and all that you do on behalf of Applied Customers as well as Applied Client Network members. So thank
1: you. Absolutely. Happy to be here. To, To everyone out
0: there. Please subscribe or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to help others find the show. And remember, if you're not a member of ACN and looking for even more insight on the insurance industry and so much more, and especially Applied Systems, user technology, tips and tricks, be sure to visit us and join today at AppliedClientNetwork.org.